Hey guys, welcome to the Bag and Boardcast. And I'm sorry, I have some news for you because this is not episode 461. So, do you know what that means, Paul? I don't know what it means, but I know I'm Paul. And I'm Chris. <laughs> Uh, and we're normally a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways with three hosts. But John's finishing up some uh, relocating stuff with the new satellite studio for the Bag Broadcast. So that means Paul and I are sitting down to, get, to just, uh, you know, a quick uh, uh, not episode. We're going to be talking about some of the stuff that happened in DC Fandom. Yeah, just quick, quick reactions yeah. from uh, what the trailers they showed, what they talked about. If we sat and watched uh, people talk about the shows they were on. I watched I, some of it. I will say that. Yeah. I have I a, list, to, a list here of I, everything that happened in the fandom. Uh, I took a lot of notes during the part where they kicked Zack Snyder off the fandom into the eternal void that surrounds it, which is why we're not getting any more Snyderverse stuff. Well, I mean, I feel like wow. a lot of people didn't talk about that with their fandom retrospect. That seems like a lie. I mean, it's... No, it's... I wrote it down. It happened in the seems, fandom. I'm, it seems like a... I'm moving my show notes around so wow. you can see it. Not... But yeah, uh-huh. kicked Zack Snyder off into the eternal void outside the fandom. I mean, it's it's right there. Yeah, it's like the Phantom Zone now. It's, it's, uh, seems like a fever dream or something that you, you just thought you witnessed after drinking heavily during the fandom <laughs> and then falling asleep. <laughs> Fortunately, I was not Much. able to drink during the fandom. Uh, I was on vacation this past week for my birthday. Uh, thank you, listeners, for all saying happy birthday at the exact same time. I appreciate that. Uh, but I got a nail, or it was a screw, in one of my tires when I was driving. So I had to take oh. my car to get the tire replaced. And while I was sitting there, I was like, I might as well watch the fandom stuff. Did you actually have to get it replaced, or were they able to just catch uh, it? It was in the middle of the tread. Uh, so they had to, they had to replace mm, it. Two hundred and thirty-six dollars, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know I, if that's true or not. <laughs> no, because I tried. Did you look it up? No, I've had <laughs> it happen before where they've been oh. able to patch it because it's been kind yeah. of more like on the sidewall. But no, it was legit in the, mm-hmm. in the tread, like right in the middle of the wheel. That sucks. Yeah, but you know what doesn't suck. Is uh, licking your wounds by drinking an alcoholic beverage because we deal with things as <laughs> responsible adults, and we just drink our pain away. We deal with so. a lot of things. It happens. Uh, Paul, what are you, what are you dealing with? That's making you deal with your drinks. I don't know. Well, you know, I don't, I'm not going to get into uh, the emotional, you know, family stuff that's going on in my my life right now. But you know, that's fine. Uh, it's all good. But you know. People start, you know, get older and they are passing away and that happens. But I'm not going to get into that now. Uh, but I'm drinking what I drank back on uh, episode 460, which is a village brew house from uh, Butera's uh, brewery pizza place down in the village of Hamburg. Um, I had some of their other beers on that show. This is the last one that I picked up in the Craig here on four pack. I wasn't a big fan, so I figured I'd just talk about it here on another episode. And this is Use Your Illusion 2, and this is their West Coast IPA. Now, I had another West Coast IPA, which was just, you know, one of those dank IPAs that I did not like at all. This is more the West Coast IPA I enjoy, but it's not a big fruit bomb either. It's just, well, because it's West Coast, so it won't be a fruit bomb. This is, but it's not super piney. It's definitely not like a Sierra Nevada, like, 
celebration big pine notes. This is, you know, a lighter, more refreshing, um, I, you know, West Coast IPA. So it's it's decent. It's is it but, the best of the four that you picked up? It's definitely best of the four, but that's not saying much. Uh, I would put this with one of those like a mass market, like not a mass market craft beer, but you know, like a Stillwater 420 uh, IPA. A because okay. I just had that over the weekend, um, or you know, like the Southern Tier, you know, IPA, not the two X, just the regular IPA. You know, somewhere along those, it's lighter. It's not big, super big on the hop flavor. It's drinkable. And as you can see, I'm almost done with it. Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, for my birthday, I went to a Florida brewery here in Orlando. Uh, it's somewhere I've actually had a beer from before on the show. Uh, the same beer. It's the Liquid Vinyl Black IPA. But this is from Broken, Sing- Broken Strings Brewing. Sorry. Having trouble talking today. Um, Broken Strings, all of their beers are named after or based on songs or musicians or artists. When you actually go into their brewery, they have a bunch of dead musicians painted on the walls, kind of like in in memoriam section. Hmm. Um, but their beers are actually like really good. And I'm surprised for being something that's so local. I haven't been able to find more of their stuff on tap or available at a lot of the beer bars that I've been to. They don't can or bottle a lot. It just seems to be they do like limited release. You got to get there the day that it comes out. And once those cans are gone, that's it. It's not like a constant canning line, just limited edition or get it to enjoy at the brewery. But uh, like I said, the liquid vinyl black IPA I have had before because this one I am able to get at my local beer store. This seems to be the one thing that they do kind of keep in the cooler ready to go. Um, they do crawlers of some stuff that they have there. Um, I tried literally everything that they had on the menu, and I had a really good experience. I actually got a crawler of their strawberry marshmallow sour. Uh, it's Ghostbusters yeah. themed. It's called Who You Gonna Call? Uh, and it reminds me a lot of Frankenberry, so I'm happy with Ooh. that, especially this spooky time of year. But I'm never going to say no to a black IPA. Uh, and this is a stand-up good take on it for one of our favorite styles of beer that you just can't yeah. can't find it. Uh, and the fact that they <laughs> brew it continuously uh, oh, that's and they so have good. it ready to go. like I was more than happy to grab a four-pack of this because I paced myself. I drank two over the past couple days uh, when my vacation was winding down, but then I saved this for tonight, so hooray. Nice. Hey, cheers. That sounds great. And, you know, I love it. Both John and I both love, uh, and you, all love a good black IPA, so that's awesome that they have it out in available. Yeah, it's, it's got the right amount of that kind of like roasty malt and like that kind of like hot bite to it. Very well balanced. Um, nice. Much like Zack Snyder used to be balanced on the fandom before he was kicked into the eternal void outside of it. I don't know. You're just going to keep on saying that. <laughs> it was a thing I thought of before we started recording, and I'm going to run with it. Hey. But we you know who can't run is Zack Snyder because he's in the eternal void. Right? I mean, that's, that's what's happening right now, guys. Maybe fandom 2022, he'll be back, but, you know, for now. Uh, we are a comic book podcast, but there really wasn't a lot of comic book news coming out of this. Uh, they did talk about some of the stuff that they're going to be doing for the 80th anniversary of Wonder Woman, uh, a take on the Japanese fairy tale, like the Tale of the West with like the Monkey King. All well and good. Um, 
it seemed to be more of like the comic book stuff was related to some of the kind of interstitials that they did last year with the first fandom where it was fan art, uh, cosplay stuff, which, you know, it's good that they embrace that side of it. But this one definitely much more focused on the movies, television, animation, and video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I get. I mean, those are definitely going to be the money makers. So we're going to be starting off with the movies. Uh, again, I have an exhaustive list of everything that happened in the fandom. Okay. Right here. Zach's- oh, wait. So sorry. Uh, we got a new trailer. Does that for- say Tim Burton? Probably not. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but we got a new trailer for the Matt Reeves Batman movie, which is going to be coming out this year. Uh, Paul, you did not keep up on the fandom as it was happening, but this is one of the things that you dipped your toes into to check out post-fandom. Yeah, yeah uh, well, it was, I think, concurrent with Pink Fandom. People were posting live trailer reactions uh, to... So I, so it's the first time I saw the trailer was watching somebody else on YouTube react to the trailer. And, you know, I'm happy that people are getting excited for it. It's good. You know, uh, I'm later on, I'm going to get the... Batman the Cape Crusader, you know, which is more Batman the Animated Series. So, hey, as long as I'm getting a Batman I can enjoy, and I do enjoy some of the Batman, you know, the Batman comics. So, okay, so this movie comes out and people are going to enjoy it. Cool. Am I hoping that it's actually, you know, a detective Batman story? That would be awesome. It's he's it's he's teeped up against the Riddler who whose costume looks like he's a guy that wrapped himself up in duct tape. Yeah, he's a like, mummy man with glasses. Yeah. I'm like, wait, is this a weird take on hush or is it like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not in love with the look. I think that, uh, we get a little taste or a little, um, sneak peek at Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. as Catwoman, And I think that's inspired. I think she's pulling that off. She's, I didn't know she could play a femme fatale, but man, she's playing a femme fatale. Like she's in different costumes, different looks, uh, different wigs, and just like so. Who knows what she's doing? I'm guessing just ingratiating herself in as Selena Kyle, and then you know going other places and robbing them. Cool, but um, this whole dark and gritty Batman beating up everybody. Not. I mean, that's my Phibia! That's, <laughs> that's all I can think of. That's kind of. You know, that year two Batman, which just seems like what this one's going to be more based on. Like, it's still a kind of younger, wet behind the ears Batman, but he's a presence in Gotham, at least. Uh, People know about him, know of him, and, you know, the police are working with him. I was definitely excited to see a little bit more action in this one. Um, That chase with the Batmobile and the Penguin, which, again, Colin Farrell, unrecognizable as the Penguin. I think that's going to be the big takeaway from this movie for me is just how great Colin Farrell's in it. Um, Mm -hmm. But we'll see. But I'm more excited to see the Batman now than I was after the first trailer. Um, If we had lived in a perfect world, we would have had this movie by now. Of course, things happen. Things change. So coming out March next year. But this has earned some goodwill from me. I'm I'm definitely more excited for it now. I can understand the hype. I can understand people like getting more excited about it. I just, I don't know. I'll it's like one of those movies that I'll watch it at some point, but I don't know when, especially since I don't have HBO max. I'm 
you know, so I'm not going to see like day and date or it won't like it won't hit my streaming service. So I'm don't know how I'd watch it. You know, well, I guess renting a Blu-ray yeah. from a red box or you know, is that a thing? If it's like free on Prime or something, I don't know how could yeah. be. Uh, something else we got a first look at, even though this is something that's been teased mm-hmm. for years, and it was kind of showcased with the fandom last year. Uh, we got our first look at Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam, actually in motion because they put together a little. I don't want to say teaser, but it was a cut together scene from the film where Black Adam makes his grand return to the stage. Uh, And as Dwayne Johnson said when he was introducing this, uh, prior to kicking Zack Snyder off the fandom, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe has shifted. And Paul, did you get a chance to check this one out? Yes, I did. And uh, there was a lot of JSA represented in this one, Uh, which I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I, I, I don't know how they're uh, going to work everything. Pierce Bronson, uh, Pierce Bronson. We don't get to see them. They just like talk. As you see Dr. Some glimpses like, of right, their costume cool. details, though. So it seems mm-hmm. like they're digging in with Cyclone, Doctor Fate, Hawkman, Adam Smasher. Yeah. Uh, again, after seeing this, I'm a little bit more excited for it. Um, It was enough of a tease for a movie that's been being teased for the past probably 11 or 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just glad that it seems like it's finally actually happening. Because they did show some of the exact same concept art that they had shown the last year. And it's like, oh, okay, well, we're not going to have too much more to go off of. But I'm thankful that they actually brought some real footage. Finished footage, too, because there were special effects to it. Um, yeah, exciting. Uh, I don't, you didn't share your list, so I feel bad that I can't introduce, like, the oh, next movie. That's okay. Um, were there um, any other movies that you saw anything from that you wanted to talk about, though? Because some of the movies that they mentioned was literally just a mention, and they moved on. I feel, I feel like it's, oh, well, not it announced in DC fandom, but announced today. Or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. Time machines. It's weird. We're recording on uh, October 26th. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. Uh, is it going to be playing the, a villain? Is, has it been announced which villain? Um, it's I don't know if it was announced or if it's rumored to be Firefly. Oh yeah, rumored to be Firefly. Uh, pyrotechnics movie guy gets burned. So man, they, DC loves uh, messing with uh, his face, Brendan Fraser's face. You know? uh, <laughs> I, I've talked about how much I love the Mummy movies on Bagged and yeah. Board proper before. Uh, I'm glad he's having a little bit of a resurgence. Uh, he's taking more roles now. People are finally coming to appreciate him. Um, and I think this is a great step for him to not just be in the HBO Max Doom Patrol show, but now to have kind of a more marquee role in Batgirl. Because, again, this is one of the movies that they really didn't show anything from. They had some concept art. Uh, and they talked to Leslie Grace about it, where she did confirm she'll have red hair, and this is going to be the Batgirl with the cowl. And the concept art that they showed off, it looks a lot more kind of like that Babs Tar Batgirl Burnside okay. style, which is cool. Uh, I can't say how excited I am for it yet, because it's still way too far out. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> much like the Blue Beetle movie that they had talked about to coming to HBO Max, where it was the exact same thing. Confirmed as going to be Jaime Reyes. They had some concept art. The concept art looks good. It looks like what you want Blue Beetle to look like. But I feel like we've kind of been down this road before when he was appearing in... Um, was it Arrow? Or was it... A Smallville. Smallville. Okay. Yeah, because it was but, a while well, ago. I think he was in one episode of Smallville, or there was a test footage of him being in Smallville, and then I don't know if that episode... Ever, I think it, was, it must have been. Yeah, you, you gotta uh, text Eric and find out. Smallville, Blue Beetle. I'm doing a Google search right now. Yeah, yeah, he was there. In uh, Smallville. But yeah, looking at that... That costume, yeah. it seems kind of clunky. Okay. Uh so who knows? Again, something exciting coming down the road. I can't just say how excited I am for it yet. Um, we also got some behind-the-scenes footage for the Shazam sequel, Shazam Fury of the Gods, which, Paul, I know you haven't seen. Uh, Fury of the Gods? No, I have not seen first uh, the first Shazam. So I, uh, this is like... Like, more fun? Uh, it looks like it's more fun. It's definitely leaning more into the kind of kooky family aspects with gods coming down and the Shazam family is going to be fighting against, like, mythological monsters and things like that. So, be cool. looks like it could be fun. Uh, again, Helen Mirren is in it. Helen Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Yeah, so. Both villains. What's not to like? The whole uh, extended Shazam family is coming back as well. So, you'll get more of them. Again, looks good. Uh, same kind of thing happening with Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, where they had kind of a sizzle reel of behind-the-scenes stuff with the main cast talking about how excited they were to come back, reprise their roles, step back into this world. But it also seems like it's going to be a little bit weirder than the first Aquaman movie. Um, a lot more Aquaman riding around on seahorses. And bonkers stuff like that. I still haven't seen Aquaman, so I can't give too many thoughts on this. I still haven't seen Justice League, but I'm excited that they're excited for it. I'm excited to see Dune, where he Aquaman goes, my boy! Uh, I was hoping to go see Dune this past weekend, but it's available on HBO Max. So we're probably just going to watch it at home, because Yanni's not sure if she'll be able to stay awake through a movie like yeah. Dune because that's not necessarily her thing. Because I asked if she wanted to go see it the other night after we went to dinner, and she's like, maybe at home kind of thing. So if she needs to like fall asleep, she can, but I can still enjoy it. Uh, and Paul, saving the best yeah. for last, mm. we got kind of a teaser trailer for the upcoming Flash movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not excited for this one? It's, I just don't like, what's his name? Uh, he played like the weird kid in, in, uh, the, the, Ez, uh, Ezra Miller. the Dumbledore and movie. Tell, yeah, Ezra Miller. Tell, tell Kate, bless you. Bless you. Yeah, Kate um, sneezing and coughing and everything else, so. What they showed looks good. Um, I, what they showed was like going to Gotham City and then the, going to, so it's a Batman movie at it's this a, point. It's a Batman movie with the Flash in it, but I like the costume more because it's kind of more of that updated take on the costume where it has like the glowing yellow lines through it. It looks more contemporary than the weird 
armored injustice flash that we had mm-hmm. pop up in Batman versus Superman. And then again in the justice league movie, it's just weird to me that for the first flash movie, like I said, they're making it a Batman movie, but mm-hmm. then it's also flashpoint. Yeah. And also you get two different versions or three different versions of flash. I think. Uh, you get two different flashes. Who knows? Uh, a lot of speculation. One of them is actually going to wind up being reverse flash. Uh, but then also Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we don't see her. Uh, you, you see her. She... The one scene where it's the two Ezra Millers standing mm-hmm. there, and then there's the girl behind them on like the uh, right-hand side looking at it, uh, that's actually Supergirl. But again, they haven't revealed too much, uh, but she's got the, the costume on. Okay. But it looks like a pretty good Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it's uh, the uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, you get right? you get some voiceover yeah. from him. You get to see uh, his version of Wayne Manor. What's definitely his version of the Batmobile under a cloth at the end of the trailer. Uh, it looks fine. I'm more excited for this than I am something like Aquaman. Yeah. It seems... Yeah, here. here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's... Super... Okay. I see her now, Supergirl there. Okay, in the trailer. That's um, like the newer take where she's got kind of like the short bob haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely Supergirl. Yeah, but will it be fun? It, everything has like all these DC properties have this like washed down. Like, let's turn up the contrast. That, that, that's why they the contrast they down kicked, to like they kick Zack Snyder out into the the void. <laughs> And then overcolor correct the the reds to actually make them look red because in no way, if it's that dark, or maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just coloring. No, you know, um, I have that problem. Like red wouldn't look like that if it was that dark. Actually, in the room with that much shadow, uh, <laughs> like you're not wrong. And on that note, I would say I think you should check out Shazam. Like I legit think you would walk away from it. Enjoying it. It does start out pretty dark, and I don't mean color palette wise. It's just a very the new Fifty Two take grim. on it. Yeah, oh. it's it's kind of like a grim start. But once it gets going and you get introduced to the family and Billy gets his powers, it's it's a very lighthearted, fun kind of movie. It kind of it kind of shifts. Yeah. Because that's what kind of brought me down a little bit from uh, even the Black Adam trailer. Like, okay, cool. They're talking about all these heroes that were bright, you know, floor or colored blister pack kind of heroes, you know, uh, the JSA. And then we get to watch the trailer and it's like, okay, they're in a dark cave and there's one source of light casting a bunch of shadows all, all over everybody. And then the first thing that we see is Black Adam just electrocute and turn somebody to dust, you know, and I'm like... <sighs> DC. I, you know, I'm excited like, for him to go up against Shazam in Shazam 3 or Black Adam 2 or whatever it winds up being. Yeah. I think at that point we'll have enough of both of those characters to see them come to kind of some sort of terms. It will be interesting. Yeah. Uh, if everybody's dark and brooding... Then there, then everybody's the same character at one point, you know. And I'm I'm getting afraid that Ezra Mil- that Ezra Miller hanging out with dark and brooding Batman, 
Like, well, but he's hanging out with Supergirl, and she should be fun. And the Flash, he should be fun. Somebody, somebody be fun, please. Watch Shazam. (laughs) I guess it's there. Yeah. Uh, And something else that I think is going to be pretty fun is one of the games that was announced last year at Fandom, and we got to see more of it this year, uh, the upcoming Gotham Knights video game. Yeah. We got the story trailer, uh, which is definitely the Court of the Owls. So so Court of the Owls, and I'm I'm so amped up for it. Where Tim Drake, right? Uh, Red Hood in this video game looks like Deadpool for some reason. Yes. Like, I keep on looking at him, and I'm like, wait, that's the Red Hood? Are we sure? Are we sure? Um, But whatever. Uh, Dick Grayson, Robert Gordon, his Batgirl all following the trails, and it leads them to the Penguin about uh, how, you know, Commissioner Gordon and Bruce Wayne, they or Batman, tried to take control of the city, but they never did. The Court of the Owls have always been watching, always been waiting. And uh, it looks like they go into, like, they fall into some sort of weird pit. So I'm like, oh, no, I hope this isn't, like, Diablo 1, where all you do is go down, <laughs> you know? Into into the basement, and you just keep on battling further and further down in the basement. That it is actually, you know, like the Arkham City games or yeah. Arkham Knight, you know, games where you're actually going around Gotham. But I, you know, it's just a story, a trailer. So who knows uh, where it takes you? Uh, I, I'm amped up for this. I loved the Court of the Owls art. I'm glad that it's kind of expanding out beyond the comics now because it was such a great story from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo that I think it's deserving of that recognition. And if they're able to bring it out into stuff like the the games or the animated universe, uh, I'm all there for it. Um, did, I'm, did you watch the new trailer for the other video game that they talked about, which again announced last year at last year's fandom? Oh, uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah. But that also told us nothing. Like, it, it, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, but it just basically goes over the roster of uh, the villains. But I did want to ask, um, so far, no announcement about which uh, unlock, which uh, costume I get if I buy it at Target versus if I buy it at Walmart? Nothing like that um, yet, no. Okay, nothing like that yet. Because that was a thing back when we bought the original uh, Arkham Knight games. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> which one I got because I picked it up because I worked at GameStop at that time. I don't remember if it was like the classic, like, blue and gray, or if it was like the Batman Beyond one. Yeah. Uh, I, I know if I, like, loaded in to the game, it would probably have all my downloads there. And then eventually they all unlocked for you anyways, so it was okay. But still, it was, like, kind of annoying. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I was a fan of the Arkham games. I bought all the DLC that gave you the characters like Nightwing or Robin because... Yeah, the movesets were still very much the same, but it was nice just having, you know, Nightwing in a game. Uh, I was so yeah. amped for that, and the fact that even it was it was just in the challenge mode and not like actually in the game proper. So yeah, because you yeah. got to do the like the Catwoman stuff too. She was mm-hmm. kind of a little bit more like fleshed out, where she had her own like missions you could do. Uh, looks amazing. Suicide Squad still looks fun based off the story trailer for that. <laughs> Would I pick that one up? Probably not, but Gotham Knights is definitely going to be something that I yeah. I have to play it. Yeah, I'm going to get that, especially if it's for uh, four person co op. Like, if that's actually a thing, if that's actually what's happening, that'd be awesome. I just started playing um, 
played Back for Blood. It, the, does it feel like Left 4 Dead? It feels like Left 4 Dead, but updated. There's uh, this new, you know, a, there's a persistent world that you hub that you go back to, and you can, you know, increase, you know, what's happening, you know, open up trade routes and stuff like that. Um, there's loadouts for the characters now, but they're not locked to the characters. They're basically cards that you collect while doing the missions okay. that let you become, you know, that give you bonuses to like melee attacks or give you bonuses to shotgun, you know, you know, whichever to give you benefits to how you like to play. Can you, and also, can you do it two player or is it like four player co-op? That's it. Uh, you, it's four player co-op, you know, so if you do two players, there will be two bots with you okay. and that's fine uh, because usually the bots are pretty decent. Like they'll, like everyone, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll see the special, you know, uh, infected before you do sometimes. Okay. Like, uh, after the show, let me know what you're playing it on. Cause I wouldn't mind picking it up to try it out and like we could have a game uh, night sometime. I'm, it is cross-platform, okay. so I played on Steam. Uh, Ed, Matt, and Scott played it on Xbox, okay. and I think they are playing it on the older Xbox, not the X, the newest Xbox, the Xbox One, maybe. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I have it on Steam. Nice. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get on that this weekend. Have, <laughs> yeah, if you have an Xbox, then it is um, free on Game Pass, apparently. So can get it that way as well otherwise it's i think 60 dollars, and i just bought it bought it for 60 bucks so that way i could cancel my xbox gold game or xbox gold account you know for 14.99 every like i don't know every two months or three months or however much much it is so because we're not going to be playing left for dead for a little while yeah uh so next thing i have written down is all the television stuff and was there anything from the tv uh, announcements you know, or reveals or in-depth stuff you saw? Makes, you know, I, I do wish that I was watching Superman and Lois. That seems like a fun, bright show that I would enjoy. Stargirl, I tried watching two episodes, but unfortunately I watched those two episodes like right after WandaVision came out. And Kate and I were, I'm like, oh, you know, something to fill the void after WandaVision. And it just feels so TV, made for TV, that it just felt clunky and a little slow and just didn't look good. Mm -hmm. Like, it looks like it was made, like, it could be Smallville still. (laughs) Like, Smallville never stopped and it went right into Stargirl. I haven't Um, watched any of the Arrowverse stuff in so long that... It would take forever for me to go back to even figure out where I left off on a lot of those shows and get back into it. So it seemed like a big chunk of the fandom stuff was just devoted to confirming that, yes, the show is still going on. It still exists. uh, It's getting another season, which if you're a fan of that corner of the DC universe, awesome. Um, It seems like Flash is kind of now the standard bearer Mm -hmm. for the CW superhero shows, which again, good on it. Um, let me confirm new season of Batwoman legends of tomorrow. Uh, also Naomi coming. Uh, we got the teaser for that as well. Uh, it's just basically Naomi hearing about a Superman event happening. Uh, she runs out of school on her escape and then skateboards out because she's a cool kid who likes to skateboard. I like to skateboard. Um, which is weird that they just kind of, there's no hall monitor 
to just like or anybody to stop her leaving school, but cool, whatever. It's it's a fantasy story, so that's fine. And then she passes out, and that's it. So unless you've read the comic books, you don't know what's happening there. Which, again, we read that first issue of the comic book forever ago now. So when I saw the teaser for it, I was like, oh, I don't remember anything ab- about that book because it's been so long. And then watching the teaser, I'm like, okay, the teaser is literally everything I remember about that book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, great more representation is always important. Like we said, this corner of the DC Universe fandom has an audience so i'm glad that they're still keeping it fresh like they are still trying to put new shows out there like black lightning or superman and lois Mm -hmm. or now naomi just to give new life into it Mm -hmm. and in batwoman season three we're getting batwing uh luke fox is gonna actually take on the mantle mantle of batwing um Uh, i don't know much more stuff that was talked about for HBO Max. Like it seems like Warner Brothers is still definitely going to be leading into that going mm-hmm. forward. Um, we got the full trailer for Peacemaker, the Suicide Squad uh, spinoff slash sequel series, which I really enjoyed, and that's definitely going to be something that I wind up checking out. Uh, new season. It's the, is it the Dumb and Dumber version? Uh, Dumb and Dumber of. Uh of the DC universe. Like, it just seems like he's, he's kind of like a, a, an idiot that fails up. Yes. Is that what Peacemaker is? Yes. Okay. But also I was excited that they brought vigilante in and I'm not a vigilante fan at all from the comic mm-hmm. books. I think I bought like three issues of a vigilante comic that came out years ago because it was crossing over with Nightwing and, mm-hmm. And something else, like, it was another bizarre comic, like Manhunter or something, where, mm-hmm. like, the third part of the story had to pick up Vigilante number eight. And I was like, okay, whatever, I'm along for it. Uh, but I like that they're able to play with these kind of lesser-known characters and really just have free reign with them, because who who cares what you do with Vigilante? No, nobody. Have at it. Um, confirmation, new season of Titans as well. New seasons of Doom Patrol we kind of talked about before as well. Uh, a little look at the Pennyworth series, which... Is that going to be on Fox? Uh, that's HBO Max. Oh. But it's okay. kind of in vain with the Gotham series that was on Fox, where it's mm-hmm. like the secret untold story of Alfred Pennyworth before he joined the Wayne family. I Again, there's probably a market for it. It's not me. Um, also, we got some stuff about the Netflix Sandman, though, which I was actually very excited for. Uh, we got character posters with the um, first look of Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. And then while they weren't shown on the fandom announcement platform, uh, over on the Netflix Geeked... Uh, Twitter page, they revealed a bunch of other character posters. I don't remember. I know there was like a dream, death, desire. desire. I don't think they've done any of the other ones yet. Um, But it's mostly just like portrait of the character and then uh, another poster of their sigil. So uh, I'm, I'm super amped for this Netflix take on Sandman. 
Um, I'm looking forward to the day that we finally do a Sandman episode because it's been something that's kind of jumped around on our episode show where we listen to the Audible. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to call yes, it audiobook, but yeah. like the, the drama, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. talk about the book. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have an all Sandman three way where we can talk about the Audible take, the novel, and then the first season of Sandman all at once. Who knows? Uh, and then they did have a little bit of a Sweet Tooth segment as well. Um, again, Sweet Tooth confirmed to have a second season on Netflix, uh, where the kid that plays the little deer boy from the Gus. Jeff Lemire comic, Gus, thank you. We we tried to read it. I could not get into it. I've heard the show is actually really good, though. So something I heard the marketing out. was really bad, though. I know I saw stuff the- for it. And I was like, oh, that's from that book that I know. But I No, uh, apparently they paid USA Today to do a fake, like, front page. Hmm. Did not know. On the release date where it says, boy, uh, boy born with antlers. Like, and it was, but then if you opened it up, you would then get the actual front front page of the USA Today. And Good old was, USA Today. Like, hated the it. The television of news. Because people were like, why would a news outlet like a paper like do that like literally pay, uh, print fake news oh, uh, this is from June 8th 2021 uh, USA Today's Sweet Tooth ad to scare nation's grandparents from uh, Um yep. it does I mean it does say advertisement up at the top but hybrid babies born across USA um, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's kind of funny. It's not, but it is. Um, oh, talking about video games, uh, do you think it's weird that, you know, we got the video game Injustice, the fighting game, which was fun. Uh, I picked up Injustice 2, played a little bit of it, and then I never got into it as much as Injustice 1, probably because everybody moved away by that point, so I had nobody to play it against. Um, now that it then became a comic book, Injustice Year One, mm-hmm. written by, I think, Tom Taylor. Yes. And now it's becoming a directed DVD, DC animated, you know, whatever it's called. Yeah. Weird, right? Uh, it's the snake that keeps eating itself, but it's getting more heads. Like, those heads are eating the rest of the heads. It's a, it's a Hydra Horrorbors? Because, yeah, I think they, again, I played the first game. We didn't, I think we read the first issue of the comic for one of the, monthly lookbacks when that was published, but we never kept up on it, but I heard better things about the comic than I did the game. And I think then they launched injustice like series two before injustice yeah. two came out. Okay. Yeah. Like year two. Yeah. It was year one, year two. And I, it might've gotten three years. Um, yeah. I'm not very interested in that. And I'm also not very interested in Catwoman hunted, uh, Catwoman hunted, I don't care about it. Um, I have been watching the Harley Quinn series on HBO Max. I've been watching that. Again, something else that they talked about a little bit for uh, the TV section of this, which I'm really enjoying that, but that kind of scratches an itch that I don't think Catwoman can reach. Yeah, it's an anime style, right? Like, it just looks so anime to me. And honestly, as as soon as I see anime, I'm like, I just kind of don't have patience much for it. Like I still haven't watched the visions. Uh, visions, Star Wars visions. Hit or miss. 
Yeah. I, I would recommend just looking up whatever nerd news website you trust the most and then find <laughs> their ranking of like the like the best episodes and just watch whichever mm-hmm. like three they put up at the top of the list. Because um, it's definitely going to be The Duel as their number one, uh, which is the very first episode. So you don't need to like navigate through long. too much on the menus to watch that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't finished it yet. I was pacing myself on it. But none of the ones I've watched after the duel have made me be like, oh, man, I can't wait to watch the next one now. There's been maybe two that I would say I actively enjoyed. Um, oh, the only other question I had for DC Fandom, did they mention, was Milestone, what is it called? Uh, where they're, the, the, not the just the imprint, but they actually, DC announced that they were going to try to find new creators, new new people to like get into comic book writing and everything through the milestone line, but they're but it's not necessarily going to be milestone characters. Uh, like it's that I don't know about. I didn't like, see anything about that because I did have written down that they talked about doing um, milestone direct animation based off of their characters. Um so it is possible. Yeah. Like uh, Milestone, uh, Infinite Edition, no. Uh, Milestone Returns, introducing the talent. Um, is that it? Media nope, plans. that's June. Uh, the Milestone Initiative, that's what it was called. Uh, to develop in, uh, in collaboration with Ally to elevate the next generation of diverse creators in the comic book industry. So this was on DC's website. I don't know when it was pu- uh, published on the si- October 16th. So... Was that during Fandom? I think that might... No. That might have been Fandom Day. Yes. Yes, it was, because that's the day that I had to take my car to the shop. Um, <laughs> I'm all for getting new blood into comic books. Um, some of what became my favorite runs on comics were from people that hadn't written comics before, or it was kind of... I don't want to say a vanity project for them, but it was something like, hey, let me try this. And then you wind up really enjoying it. So this is fine, especially for characters that I want to see grow and excel. Um, We talked about Static Shock uh, Season 1 or Part 1, whatever they had called it. I wasn't wowed by it. I wanted it to be a little bit more than it was just based off of those feelings I had from Static. Uh, This is cool. Good catch. I didn't see this. Yeah, uh, just... No, I was wondering if they talked about it. So I guess if they did, it was a very small thing. But yeah, milestone.udcnewuniverse.com if you want to learn more. Um, yeah, anything that... I liked Wayne McDuffie, you know, when when he was on a comic Justice, book. It wasn't... Yeah, Justice League was a solid run. Especially because he was, like, stuck with that team that he didn't want. And he's like, oh, yeah. all right. But he still told some really great stories. And then he was stuck with a Fantastic Four team, was, which was in Fantastic Four as well. Like, he he was a, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, journeyman, mm-hmm. you know, of, of the comics industry. Like, and he could get good stories out of, you know, what he was thrown. So, no, I appreciate... Uh, the like you know, just trying to honor his legacy there at DC Comics and you know with Milestone. So uh, hopefully we get some interesting and fun stories because honestly, DC Comics has felt kind of bland for the past 
I, you know, after New 52, and they, they kind of lost their way, like, you know, a lot of the, you know, non-top-line books have just kind of been like, bleh. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I feel like that might just be a comic book problem in general for me, and this is something that I'm definitely looking forward to talking about when we have our annual look back, you know, coming yep. up within the next couple of months, but... I still love comic books. It's still something that I get excited to pick up, read, and talk about with you guys. Mm-hmm. But like my big franchise comic books that I always used to read and follow, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Now I feel like when I go buy my comics for the week, I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm not just buying comic books for the week now. I need to go back and buy comics for the past month and a half because I haven't been picking up, you know, Batman or. Green Lantern. I'm much more excited for some of those smaller, like, weird niche books. Like Seven Secrets or uh, Radiant Black now. So, yeah. New blood in comics. New new comics. Always a good thing. Hey, did you notice on, uh, if you go to dcfandom.com they have a bunch of free issues, comic book issues up. Uh-huh. Including, uh, let's see here. I thought I saw Teen Titans by Jeff Johns. Uh, uh, which, see. I mean, if I hadn't read that when it came out like 20 years ago, I'd be super excited yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, they got the Injustice Year Zero stuff on there. Free to read. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, so go there. Go to the website and they have Road to Fandom and a bunch of, uh, you know, Batman Superman Future State stuff. They got basically all the Future State stuff. So sorry. Skip those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, also it's, it's cool that there's a bunch of for uh, just keeping on the flow of animation. They did announce uh, new episodes of Young Justice, which were available day and date. Like as soon as they announced, like, hey, you know, next part's available right now. Uh, you could go on to HBO Max and watch that, which I think is really cool that they kind of had something to get those uh, Young Justice fans amped up for. Uh, the announcement of the DC League of Super Pets cartoon, which, again, not for me. But one thing that I know is for me, though, and Paul, this is something that you had brought up earlier, uh, the Batman Cape Crusader cartoon. Yeah. Uh, and they just they didn't show anything from it. They just talked to the executive producers. J.J. Uh, Abrams, for all of one second, apparently is a executive producer. Uh, Matt Reeves... Um, Bruce Tim, Bruce Tim. Well, Bruce Tim is the one I'm most excited about because he's the one that's probably actually doing it. I'm just a little nervous that it's, you know, J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves, and even Bruce Tim talks about um, how this is the un unfiltered. It's the more Batman the animated series than we could have gotten done with Batman the animated series. Which uh, we've talked about this before on the show. That show originally started off as like something you would watch on Sunday nights because it was too dark, too edgy for Saturday mornings. It, what? Yeah, it was made to be uh, more adult. Like it showed on Sunday nights, I, Sunday or Tuesday nights, like after The Simpsons and The Critic. Like it was on at nine o'clock at night. That's why in the first episode you have like the the two scientists. 
and like Langstrom's lab, like, ooh, give yeah. me a kiss baby, like in the corner because it was more more adult. I, I remember watching it on Saturday mornings, uh right right at, right before X Men. So but maybe that's just on my network. Um because the first episode was aired on I think it was actually after Halloween. I don't think it made its Halloween date. Yeah, it's because uh, on Leather Wings, yes. right? It was the very first episode. Um, and did I get that right on Leather yep, Wings? That's the that's the name of it. Good, it's it a great episode. <laughs> um, and I think the second episode was with Christmas with the Jokers. Uh, I think the second was the second one Heart of Ice. No, I I, you have you have them on Blu-ray. I I do. I don't know because it's been forever <laughs> since I've watched all of them. Um, yeah, but. I don't know. I just don't want, you know, I, I, I want more Batman in the animated series. I don't want the dark and grimy, gritty Zack Snyder take of Batman in the animated series. So, um, I understand it's tying in. I don't need it to tie into Matt Reeves' Batman, but apparently it will, much like how the HBO show, uh, there's going to be HBO Max show, you know, which is going to be focusing on Gotham PD. That's going to be tying into the Batman, so I don't know. Uh, I'm excited, but I hope... But I'm op- I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about it. So. Uh, this... This could be a lot of fun. Um, I do, a lot of caution. It's hard to go into this without that nostalgia that I have for Batman the Animated Series, and then everything it gave us. Because while I wasn't a fan of the new adventures of Superman... I liked watching Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And so much of what those shows are is because of what Batman the Animated Series did and grew into. I kind of like that they're trying to create it in a vacuum. Just say like, oh, well, this is what it would be if we didn't have to adhere to the rest of that DC cartoon universe. I just checked the Wikipedia, Chris, and it did originally air on Fox Kids oh, okay. from September fifth, nineteen ninety. But it, it showed on night time too. I might have, you know, then maybe your syndication. Uh, maybe you know, depending on I your syndicated Fox show at night time. Played it at night as well, so uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I was living in it. I was living in night. Oh, I saw it. Time, I just so. saw you posted it. Yep. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I think it was a pretty good fan dome. Yeah, I'm glad that, you know, entertainment companies are still doing this and trying to get out there with what they have coming out, get people excited for it um, until things can get more back to normal and we can start getting those big conventions again. Um, we're starting to kind of get it, more to that with smaller regional shows becoming a thing again where people can go share what they love, you know, go to some panels meet creators. Um, but I don't even know if we're going to have like a big Comic-Con this coming year where it's going to be what it used to be. You know, Hall H jam-packed with people from opening to close through the weekend, like announcing everything coming out. I wonder how art comic book artists are faring because of this. Because, you know, that was a, you know, 25 bucks, 50 bucks per sketch, like at these shows and maybe knocking out, you know, 10 to 15 of those, like, Making that extra money, I will say I did see Adam Savage had a, and again he's different from a comic book creator or artist. Um, 
on his Instagram, he had been to a convention over the past weekend where he was doing signings and he had a mask on. Everyone that he was dealing with had a mask on. And then at one point, it looks like there is a plexiglass Mm -hmm. um, like barricade almost set up in between him and someone else. So I feel like it's maybe just a, hey, drop off your sketchbook. We'll, we'll get to it later. Like, well, I'm also wondering like how they fared like just economically. Like, oh, gotcha. Did they miss this money? Did they pick up like something else? Were do they doing graphic design work? Were they doing like storyboard work for other places? Because animation was one of the only things that was go- that was being produced during that time. Were they able to pick up side jobs? Like, I'm I'm just curious. It uh, just hit, I will say know. I know a lot of the creators that I follow on stuff like Instagram started doing a lot more commissions, like. Mm. Because that's all online. Like, you just have to basically do digital payments, and then they can just ship you the stuff. Or uh, going back to Batgirl again, Babs Tower started creating, like, a sticker club where each month you, like, pay your membership fee, but then you get sent, like, a sticker pack that's all brand-new artwork that she created. Um, And then she also started designing, like, clothing and selling it at, like, galleries. So she would do, like, gallery openings where she would have, like, original artwork. And then you could only buy, like, the shirts with that new art there or online for, like, the day or two after. So I think the more internet-savvy, like, the Web 2.0 crowd found a way to kind of Mm -hmm. deal with the shutdown in ways, like, outside of just, like, oh, well, I can't do appearances. What can I do to get my content out there for people that want to see it? Yeah, because that, I mean, that's always just been a huge thing. It's like, oh, let's go to conventions, let's buy books, let's get signatures, let's get sketches. Not this past year, though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hopefully things turn around. But no, I, I do enjoy this kind of format for, instead of going to, like, all B to hear the latest, greatest. It still isn't the same as that, because it isn't a Q&A, it isn't just the comic book writers, because it isn't comic book based at all yeah like talking about what's happening with the comic book line like i wish there was more of that i do wish there was more focus on you know the artist of the comic books but then again you know it's this isn't for the comic book fan this is for the media fan the all media fan so um this for all this and these announcements yeah this is great because then you're not watching a shaky cam of some bootleg from Hall H. That's going to wind up getting of, taken down an hour, and they're like, oh, did you see this? No, I didn't see it. Oh, I found this mirror site had it from yeah. this, but then it's like a view of someone's pocket. And then three weeks later, they finally, you know, put up the trailer. The actual place puts it up, puts up the trailer. So, yeah, if, you know, Marvel wants to do this kind of thing direct, Nintendo's been doing Nintendo Direct for years, you know? <laughs> like, so I, th- I think it's good. For this kind of stuff, I do miss the comic book talk. The Artist Alley. Yeah, someday. And someday, you'll get to hear episode number 461. But until then, let us know your thoughts. Email us over at bangboardcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on any of the social media platforms. We're on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Let us know your thoughts on fandom. What are you most excited for? Is it to see Zack Snyder? 
make his grand return at Fandom 2022. He's going to have a grizzled beard. That's how you know. He's been living the wilds of space, riding a dinosaur. The dinosaur, also grim and gritty. 